Happy Monday, Kingdom Mamas. I am so excited for you all to hear from my girl, Rachel Charday Brown. She's a speaker, a podcaster, and author who encourages women to walk in the identity the Lord has given them. She strongly believes that through this given identity, we possess God-given authority. Amen, girl. Rachel Charday Brown, not to be mistaken for every other Rachel Brown in the world, is a self-proclaimed food competition expert and has a lifetime dream of one day participating as a judge. Rachel and her husband, EJ, have a son named Apollos, which means one who destroys. So please be praying for them. By day, Rachel uses her mathematics degree as a software programmer. She loves to edutame. It's a word. Look it up. (laughs) With the truth from the word, love from Jesus, and guidance of the Holy Spirit, Rachel resides in Fort Worth, Texas with EJ and Apollos. Take a little listen. Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Mamas podcast, where we encourage and empower moms just like you to raise those babies in the way they should go. Hi, I'm Trudy Lineski, God girl, wife, mama four, writer, blogger, and speaker. I'm super passionate about the next generation. Together, we can lead, guide, and direct them to stand confidently in who God has called them to be. Grab your coffee, get comfy. Let's get started. Happy Monday, Kingdom Mamas. I am so excited to introduce you to my girl, Rachel Charday Brown. I met her back in 2019 at She Speaks 2019. And you know what? It was one of those, like, this is an amazing person. This is like my girl and I don't even know her. I want to get to know her. She's easy to talk with. She just was, she's a light. She's a light in this world. I saw it from the beginning. Welcome, Rachel. I'm so oh, glad you're thank here. You. That was such a great intro. Come on. <laughs> no, truthfully, I was thinking like we literally were sitting in the back row of yes. one of those like breakout sessions. Like I think I was late. I think you were about to go and be somewhere. And I just happened to sit next to you and you're just talking, talking, talking. We're just talking like as if somebody's not speaking, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. (laughs) That was great. Great (laughs) Right, right. That was a great time. Great time. It was, it was. And I'm so glad to be able to talk with you today and for you to share something that's super passionate, um, that you're passionate about. And that's identity and growth. Yeah. Yeah. So, but before we jump into that, tell me a little bit about yourself. Okie dokie. So (laughs) I am Rachel Charday Brown. I am a wife and a mother of just one so far, Lord Jesus. Thank you. He is uh, four years old and his name is Apollos, which means one who destroys. Okay. It was intentional. It's okay. Like he's going to destroy the works of the devil. He's going to destroy all these stereotypes. But that's after he gives his life to the Lord, okay? Because right now he's just destroying, you know, my back seat, his room, his classroom, all the things or whatever. So it's intentional that his name is Apollos, but Lord be with us in the midst of it. Um, I've been married to my husband for eight years. He's great. He's awesome. He's um, a pastor of evangelism here at our church. And uh, yeah, I didn't, know I, was, I didn't know I was marrying a pastor, but, you know, the Lord has other plans for you. And you just go with them. So that's it. 
And what else? I'm a software developer by day. I'm a speaker, podcaster. I'm an author, which I always forget to say. Um, yeah. I like to edutain. Edutain. Edutain, yes. I like to educate people and entertain them at the same time. So I'm an, I'm an edutainer. You by are. By the grace of God. That you are, girl. <laughs> that you are. You bring it. So you mentioned you're an author. <laughs> Last yes. but not least, she is an author of two children's books and now a woman's devotional. So tell yes. us a little bit about those. Absolutely. Okay. So when I was pregnant or when I was in labor, I should say, I had the flu. So I, exactly. I did not meet my son until he was three days old and I only saw pictures of him. So EJ would bring pictures. Yeah. EJ would bring pictures of him and he had this birthmark on his forehead. So, you know, in my head, I'm like, what, what is that? Why is that on his head? Lord, what is this? And I just felt like the Lord just started to download. I want other kids to, you know, experience other different ethnicities, um, body types, um, abilities in their, in the comforts of their home with their parents first before they're out in the world they're like what is that why does it look like that or anything like that so this is definitely a tool that I that I as mama bear tried to make for other kids I love Um, it yeah so it's called this is me from a to z and it highlights different ethnicities family structures and different abilities from a to z um and each character has a different um letter and alliteration of the word so that is the that's the original children's book I just released this is me one two three mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a seek and find like it may say like 16 stripes and that that person or that character was actually an original character in the first book but there also are like 16 stripes on the zebra that you have to find um and then the devotional is this is me my identity this is me a to z my identity um and it is too from a to z all the not even all let me stop it's definitely not all <laughs> from A to Z, different characteristics that the Lord says about us, whether we believe it or not. So you can feel like you're lost or lonely, but the Lord is saying like you're accepted and I hear you and you're known by me. So this is just a, I guess, a 26 day devotional from A to Z of just your identity. Oh, so good. So you are passionate about women and their identity, not only women, children, obviously. And I kudos to you, mom. Kudos to you. You have that that heart pull. The Holy Spirit's like, oh, we are going to prepare these children before they leave the nest to go into the world. Oh, so good. Yes. Trying trying to make it a little, you know, a little easier for my child and other people's children, but really for my child. To be honest. (laughs) I think that's so important because, you know, now I have teenagers and it's like, if I don't solidify that identity in Christ, somebody Mm -hmm. else will pull at that. And yep, yep. take advantage and tell them who they're not, you yeah, know? Yep. <laughs> it's so true. Okay. So you have a passion for identity. Where did that come from? Like, was there a time when you questioned who you were, what God said you, who you are, all those things? Absolutely. Okay. So there's a story attached, Trudy. Yes, Here we go. It. Buckle up. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So I was in this trash relationship with this weak old dude named xyz i ain't gonna tell y'all that man name (laughs) but (laughs) but i was in this yes i was in this relationship with this guy and and he would say stuff like you know rachel you should be so lucky to be with me i don't date girls like you and this again see that wasn't my original you know reaction i was just like oh my gosh like i should be 
I'm just so lucky. I'm just so lucky to be with this guy, blah, 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 right? And I remember one time in particular, he was just reading me up and down. Rachel, you're so predictable. You're so this, you're so that or whatever. And I was like, man, that's so true. I go to church the next day. I'm boohoo crying because the boy don't hurt my feelings. And my identity is wrapped up in whatever he's saying at this point. And I go to church the next day and I'm boohoo crying. And I was like, Lord, even if we take him out of it, like, I understand. I am pretty predictable. Like, dinner in a movie is great for me. Like, I am okay with that. Like, I'm fine with that. That is very predictable of me. And I was just like, we could take him out of the equation, Lord. Like, I I get it. Like, I understand. Like, I feel, I understand that. And I remember the Lord saying to me, but Rachel, are you not man? Do you even identify who you are? And it literally changed my life because it was like, I don't even define who I am. Like, even if I believe it about myself, like it still is not what's true. Mm-hmm. He is the one who defines me. He is the one who calls me worthy. Like he is the one that sent his son for me. Right. And I think it just changed my whole perspective of identity. Like, yes, this dude can tell me all these things. And I'd be like, no, no, he doesn't define me. Only, only God defines me. But truthfully, it was me believing these things about myself is what really was defining me it wasn't the lord so it was definitely life-changing for the lord to be like but rachel i define you not even you about yourself it's me so that was that was definitely like a a game changer i'm not married to that fool okay lord (laughs) i take that back he's not a fool he's your child of god okay i'm not married to that man of god thank you oh my gosh yes (laughs) (laughs) but he's still kind of whack so yeah (laughs) I love it. I love it, girl. I'm not married to that fool. No, I think, oh my gosh, that just, you, you just rocked my world there. Mm. Like we're not even who we think we are. We are who God says we are. Yes. I mean, I mean, yeah. Cause there's so, it's so easy for us to be like, man, I feel this way or I see my circumstances are making me feel this way or I can even, it can even be true in right. my circumstances, but the truth of it is what he says about the situation. Mm-hmm. Amen, girl. Okay, we could stop right there. I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say to the mom who's currently questioning who she is, what she's doing, why she's here, um, and perhaps even feeling a little inadequate? What would yeah, you Yeah, yeah, Man, first of all, let me just pause and say, congratulations on being a mom like Mm -hmm. praise the lord for that and in addition to that you are anointed appointed and ordained to be that child's mom like the lord placed you whether that's through biological adoption like you taking in somebody's kids fostering whatever it may be the lord placed that child in your possession for a reason like you are anointed to be that child's mother okay so let me just start with that first okay because right. once, once again that's the lord's identity on top of you like he's already placed you and sees you as qualified to take care of this child number two you have a helper like the holy spirit is like let me guide you mm-hmm. i remember one story in particular apollo's i don't know he was trying to like stand up or something maybe he was trying to hold on to something and i remember he kind of like swung around and like fell on the ground his lips started bleeding i'm like lord what in the world like i don't know what to do my my baby is like his lip is busted Mm -hmm. and i'm running to the to the freezer you know to get some ice packs or whatever so i get an ice pack he's like no 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 like he's crying even more and i remember the lord being like you have those those frozen yogurts and i was like oh let me go get those frozen yogurt packs like so now he's sucking on this frozen yogurt 
but really the like the numbing of it is actually applying to his mouth and I'm like man lord I Rachel would not have thought of that Mm -hmm. so to think of you have a helper that will guide you you have a helper who knows that child you have a helper who um, knows you and knows your limits and knows um, where you all you know mesh Mm -hmm. um you asked a loaded question so I gotta go all I gotta gotta remember all of it um (laughs) let me see what else what else what else I would say you're not alone a lot of women feel overwhelmed a lot of people a lot of women um feel like I can't do this or I don't know how I ended up with this child because this is a lot like this is a lot I I recently saw something that said like I didn't sign up for the anxiety of being a mom and I'm like I feel that like I didn't have anxiety about anything in my life because I was just living my life but mm-hmm. when this child came I'm like man now I have to think about this and this and I gotta hold your hand in the parking lot and I gotta make sure you okay at school like there are all these anxieties that came with motherhood that I ain't signed up for but <laughs> once again the Lord has anointed appointed and ordained us to be their mother um yeah so what you think? okay any more of the question because I think I, I think I answered it all. Let me see. Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> I would say, okay, one more thing. There is a difference in your purpose here and your calling here. So your purpose, everybody's purpose that loves the Lord, knows the Lord is to call creation back to their creator is to, to bring a reconciliation between them and Jesus. Yeah. Now, the way in which you do that is your calling. So maybe you feel called to be a mom, maybe you feel called to be a software developer or called to be a podcaster, like, or you have multiple, you know, roles of co- or multiple callings in that. So if you are living your life as if your purpose is to be a mom, that's going to let you down. If yeah. you're living your life as your purpose is to be a wife, that's going to let you down eventually. But if you can change your perspective to say, like, my purpose here on earth is to call creation back to the creator mm. in the way in which you're going to do that is being a mom and the way in which you're going to do that is being a wife. Um, so it's like you your purpose is always going to be the Lord. Your purpose is always going to be him. The way in which you do that is how you're going to walk that out. Oh, good. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes, girl. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Yeah. Seriously. I I love how you, because I think so many times we lump that as one, our purpose and our calling. And so many times we get lost in that. Like, what am I here for? What is my purpose? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my purpose is to glorify him. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, bring all creation to him. So, okay. That was awesome. What <laughs> practical tips do you have to help someone realign their identity in Christ? Maybe they've been, I don't know, told like you told they mm-hmm. were less than not enough or predictable. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how do we realign? Girl, well, first of all, get my devotional. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Period. That's the first. Amazon. That's the first thing you can do. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, first thing days. you can do. Y'all got yeah. twenty six days. Okay, and learn who the Lord has called you to be. Yeah. Um, no, first of all, you pray. Like you seek the Lord and who He calls you to be. I think a major thing that we don't do enough is just sit in silence with the Lord and invite yeah. Him in and ask Him who He calls us to be. Um, in my devotional, I I say like you know, sit with him with these, with these words, whether you believe him or not, like ask God, where do you see him? Like, where does he see you as accepting? Like what parts of you need to be seen by him? And again, and you need to believe those things. Um, so I would say pray for 
first um to get in some get in some mom's groups or get in something that will edify you as a mom like listening to this podcast is definitely a step in the right direction mm-hmm. like hearing that other moms are, are struggling too or other moms are doing this well and you can take certain things from this person as well and then get my pocket or yeah, you can listen to my podcast too but that is not really motherhood but it is women but um <laughs> yeah but it is um but you can't get the the devo that would be awesome Mm-hmm. all right so you have your sweet little boy apollos who is four mm-hmm. and we've talked about him so how do you empower him to be the boy that god has created okay so i've already told y'all his name means one who destroys <laughs> so there are times when i rachel Charde brown have to speak life over my own son yeah um i have a story and I wasn't even planning on telling this, but let's, the Holy Spirit is like, hey, girl, let them know this one. OK, mm-hmm. so we were at this uh, this all women's gym, Apollos and I, and they had child care because it's all women and they had child care or whatever. And he wasn't he was about one. Yes, he was one because he was even walking in. And every time I would pick him up from child care, they'd be like, hey, you know, he pushed this kid down or like he tackled this kid. Mind you, he's one and he's tackling like big kids. <laughs> And he's pushing big kids down and like, is destroying. He's destroying. Exactly. (laughs) And (laughs) I remember one time in particular, they were like, they've had, they've had it basically. And they came to me as I picked them up and they're like, so here's the deal. We are going to sit Apollos out for a month and we're not going to charge you for childcare. And I mean, you're more than welcome to come back, but he has to sit out for the next month. And I was like, oh my gosh my baby, my child just got kicked out of childcare at one, at one (laughs) years old, he got kicked out and I get in the car. And obviously as a mom, you're taking on that, like, man, where did I go wrong? What did I do? Like, why is my child getting kicked out at one? Um, where's the grace in my child? Like he's a baby type thing, whatever. And I remember him just being in the backseat, just playing with whatever he's playing with, not even knowing what was going on. Right. And I turn around to him and I just start speaking life. I'm like, Apollos, you are loved. You are cared for. You are this. You are that. Like, this is for me. This mm-hmm. wasn't even me. He don't even know what I'm talking right. about. I don't even right. know. But it was more of like an edifying for me of like, no, your son is still these yeah. things. Like, whether the child care people can handle him or not. Like, he right. is still a man of God. He's still going to be a man of God. He's still going to serve the Lord in whatever capacity that he can do. Mm. but I think um so what we do now when we get out the car um is every time Apollos you are strong you are brave you are loved you are cared for God loves you God likes you God sees you he's always with you Mm -hmm. and he's repeating these things over and over whether he believes them, whether he it actually internalizes in his little four-year-old brain right now like one day it's gonna click or one day he's gonna be on the playground he feels lonely and he's gonna remember man God is with me or something hard is going to come up and he's going to be like, man, I'm strong. I'm tough. I can do this. Right. Um, so I think just continuing to s- just speak life over him has definitely been a, a boy- been a, a definitely beneficial way. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes we underestimate how much they absorb and how much they understand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I like how you said it was, it was more for me. Yes. Like to be able to at one to say no, like okay, I could sit and wallow in the fact that these yeah. people <laughs> kick my baby out, yeah, out of daycare. <laughs> he can't be there, but no, like I'm gonna choose in mm-hmm. this moment to 
see him through the creation that God has made. Yeah. Yep. And I think that goes into our next question. Just um, how can we as moms build a strong foundation before the world takes hold of our children? Yeah, I think um, writing things down. So one thing for me that I've learned is to have like scriptures mm-hmm. um, that when I am feeling a certain way, I can go to my journal, I can go to my book or whatever it may be and read these scriptures over me because like I said, the circumstances may be true, but the word of God is still truth. Uh-huh. And so when I am able to almost like edify myself, like how I'm edifying Apollos, like I can edify myself and be like, Rachel, you are truly seen by God. You are truly created in his image. Like you can carry this out. You can walk forward, even though it's hard. You uh-huh. are not alone. Yeah. And and just edifying who I am in the Lord because yeah, that's all we can do. Yes. Yes. And I think this world, um, with its messaging and all of that just kind, it takes away from who God has created us to be, yeah. right? It wants yep. us to believe the lives. Man, it there wants- are so, yeah, there's so many ways, so many things that try to snatch our identity. Like mm. it can be motherhood, like right. being in a, being in a mom's group and feeling like, oh man, my child ate McDonald's this morning, but your child ate pancakes. But your child ate like whole grain pancakes. Like <laughs> it could be anything that tries to snatch like your identity, whether that's comparison or um, inadequacy or just feeling like you cannot go forward because there are so many things around you trying to snatch your identity like mm-hmm. being a wife can be an identity do you know how people know who I am because of my husband like oh that's right oh that's EJ's wife no I am Rachel my name is Rachel stop doing that or they'll be like oh that's that's Apollos's mom no my name is Rachel like granted I enjoy being those two titles like I am his wife and I am his mother but that's not my identity and there are plenty of things that will try to snatch who you are yeah but the Lord is like but I I'm the one who defines you mm-hmm. amen girl so good all right so any other golden nuggets you'd like to share um before we oh about like mother like motherhood and anything girl anything okay. What's the word right. on your heart that you need to share in this moment? <laughs> All right. I got two for you. All right. Nice. Okay. So recently I read this book and they were saying, we find ourselves being like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time to play on the, you know, to play these cars with you. Or I don't have time to play this board game with you. Like I'm working or I'm, you know, cooking dinner or whatever. And they were like, had your same child come in that same setting and like they cut their arm. You're not going to be like, oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time. Like you would stop what you're doing right. and tend to their need. And I was like, oh, Lord, let me get on the floor with these cars one more time. Like, OK, when we're yes, it was very yes. convincing for me to be like, OK, let me put this boy's need because he really wants to play with me. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think that was that definitely put some things in perspective for me of like, OK, if he was hurting, I would stop what I was doing and do right. whatever he's asking for me to do. Um, And then my fi- my final nugget. I think a big part of who Apollos is start, start started with who EJ and I are. Mm-hmm. So when we were pregnant, um, we came up with a family mantra. So our mantra is the, the Browns, we influence those around us with love, grace, and truth. Mm-hmm. So when Apollos now goes to school, one, he already knows this mantra because mm-hmm. that's who the Browns are. And two, when he gets in trouble for not talking or maybe tripping somebody or whatever it may be, we can take him back to this mantra and be like, Apollos, you are a Brown. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And how are you loving somebody with love, grace, or truth? Or how are you influencing them with love if you trip them? Or how are you influencing with grace if you just did X, Y, and Z? Um, So I think for us, like having a mantra, which which truthfully, love, grace, and truth is all Jesus. It's all the Lord. Right, Um, yeah it gives him a foundation to look back and be like, okay, we ain't about this. Like I don't have to succumb to peer pressure because that's not what the Browns do, or we don't have to do this because that's not what the Browns are. So even that layer of identity Apollos will have Mm -hmm. um, before he can truly understand who the Lord says he is. Like he can now understand just on this practical level of who the Browns are, who our family is. Ooh, I love that. And that's a great call to action for the kingdom mamas out there. Like yes. this week, have a family meeting and come up with a family mantra. Cause that'd that, be awesome. That'd be dope. Yeah. So get you cool. some words. What are we about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And share it with us. We want to hear. Please. That'd be yeah. so cool. <laughs> All right, sister, where can my listeners find you? I know they're going to want to check you out. So where can they find you? I am on all things Rachel Chardé, R-A-C-H-E-L. Okay, let me just put that on. E-L, it's biblical, y'all. C-H, (laughs) (laughs) right, Rachel Chardé. So R-A-C-H-E-L-C-H-A-R-D-E-A. My parents got a little fancy with the Chardé. Mm -hmm. They fancy. Um, And I also have a podcast called This Is In The Bible. All the shocking things that I have found in the Bible that have just been like, I cannot believe this is in the Bible. Like, this is crazy. But it's I enjoy doing the podcast just because it's a it, it's there are times when I am shocked that I'm like, I cannot believe this craziness. This whole Netflix drama is in the Bible. <laughs> so it's called This is in the Bible. And I also host a podcast with my husband, Love, Grace and Truth. Obviously, our mantra. So nice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, yeah. No yeah. problem. I enjoyed right. it. We're going to go into some rapid fire questions before we uh, head out. Okay, so, let's do it. Let's, let's do, it. do it. Uh favorite book of the Bible, what is yours? Ooh, baby, da, 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 da. maybe James. I would say James. I think he I think he speaks to my personality. Like James is very cutthroat mm-hmm. and he'll give it to you straight up like he's not like beating around the bush. Let me give an example. No, this is what it is. Okay. Period. No sugar coating it. Okay, this he ain't got time for it. You know, I'm a yeah, I'm gonna go with James. James. All right. Your favorite worship song. Oh, favorite worships. I have so many. <laughs> um, depends on where I am with the Lord. I feel like if I am running from him and I haven't done what he asked me to do, come uh-huh. out of hiding by Stephanie Gretzinger. Ooh. Um, that's that's definitely okay, Rachel. <laughs> come on. But I would say love one, yes, love her. Um, but I think a faithful one uh, is the name faithful. Um, it's faithful, it's by elevation worship, it's on their paradoxology whatever that thing is called it's on that one but it's literally just like lord you're faithful lord you're faithful because that don't change Mm -mm. Mm -mm. amen to that okay a book that you've read and you enjoyed book that i've read and enjoyed um (sighs) so (laughs) reading and listening to two different things (laughs) i read a book i read the bible but have I listened to a book? That's two different things. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> I would definitely. I always recommend "Redeeming Love" by Francine Rivers. Like that's a go-to fictional, you know, Christian fictional book. That's a great one. But recently, that I'm currently reading over, I say reading. Y'all know I'm listening to this book. Ain't nobody <laughs> reading this book because you're busy, um, girl. You're busy. Yeah. Say that. Mm-hmm. 
yeah trudy because i'm busy um <laughs> more like i would doze off and fall asleep and not even go back to read out what i read i would just be like well we missed that and keep going yeah um do. so i'm currently listening or re-listening to um the insanity of god mm. by nick ripkin very very good he's he was a missionary um in somali yeah somali i think and then he ended up like traveling the world to be a missionary, just getting getting different stories of just the different country. It gives you a way better perspective of like the Lord moving outside of our Western culture. Um, it's really, every really tribe good. and every tongue, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. very, very good. I, I highly recommend both of those books. Okay, awesome. Thank you. I've recently had to move to thrift books because I buy so many books on Amazon. Do you like read them like physically in your hand? Read them? Well, I like Audible. Oh, okay. Okay. So what is thrift books? Thrift books is just a cheaper version. It's cheaper. And then sometimes you get like books that have notes and stuff in them. And sometimes people leave notes in there for you. Oh, that is cute. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. But what's a used audiobook though? Like, <laughs> I don't know if that exists. Exactly. So that's cool. I like that. <laughs> All right, girly. Thank you so much for your time. Would you mind praying for the Kingdom Mamas? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Dear Lord, I just thank you. Um for every mom that is listening to this podcast, Lord. Father, I thank you that you have equipped them. You have anointed them and you have ordained them to be a mother in this season of life. Mm-hmm. Lord, I thank you that they don't do this alone, that they walk hand in hand with you, that you've already gone before them and that you stand behind them, Lord. Um, Lord, I thank you that your Holy Spirit guides us. Your Holy Spirit comforts us. Your Holy Spirit speaks to us, um, especially when things get hard, especially when we feel overwhelmed, maybe with anxiety um, or just the busyness of all came with being a mother, um, the different expectations we had, whether they're met or they're not met, Lord. Um, we thank you that you see them and that you know them. Um, God, I ask that you be with this woman, Father, that you be with your daughter, that you cover her and that you hug her and you let her know that she will always be your daughter, that you will forever take care of her, Lord, that you will forever cover her and see her, Lord. God, I thank you that even as her life continues to grow and as she gets older and older, Father, she will forever be your daughter. And you will look at her and smile because you accept her and that you love her and that you see her, Father. Lord, I thank you for these women. I thank you for Trudy. I thank you for her ministry um, as she is speaking to these women and bringing others into her circle, into their circle. Lord, we thank you that you are good and that you are holy. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Yes, Thank ma'am. You for your time. It's been so good talking with you. Thank you for having me. All right. Until next time, Kingdom Mamas, have a great week. Hey, Mama, before you go, will you do me a favor? If you found this podcast encouraging and valuable, would you please head over to iTunes, leave a review, and subscribe to the show? Also, I'd love to connect with you. I can be found on social at Trudy underscore Lineski. Until next time, sweet girl, stand confidently in your calling. You are the mom for the job.